Musical Theater Writer Guy is recorded as a YouTube channel series on Muncie Lenape and Canarsie lands. The audio from each episode is also released here in podcast form. To watch or to learn more, please find us on YouTube or through my website at michaelraddy.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-D-I dot com. Enjoy the show. Are these five on your list? Is this all just too subjective? Is my opinion definitive? You tell me. I could totally fill this list with just Sondheim musicals, but I will refrain. Though it was hard. Very hard. And he does make appearances. Let's go. Also, it was super tough to cut down to just five. Please don't kill me. Number five, Chicago. Let's start with the fact that it's got Fosse choreography, which is like some of the most definitive Fosse choreography of all time. It's so good and we all recognize it. That says something. Chicago has some of the most iconic numbers in it. If the cell block tango starts playing, even if you don't like musical theater, you've probably heard it before, if not seen it before. Pop, six. Squish, uh-uh, Cicero, Lipschitz. This show is filled with iconic and strong women. Now, I will also admit that these women are not all three-dimensional, but that's another video for another day. The women in this show are archetypes that we know. Like, musical theater people can talk in terms of, like, are you more a Roxy or more a Velma? Am I a Roxy or a Velma? Am I a Mama Morton? I'm not a Mama Morton. Am I an Amos? The way this show strings fantasy and reality together and kind of moves back and forth using the mind, but also vaudeville style is so unique. Nothing else does it quite like Chicago. Not only that, it's a thrill ride of a story. I mean, in the opening number, we get a murder. The whole show is about murder and show business. What could be better? Plus, we do like stories with major morality questions. And this one has quite a few morality questions. Quite a few morality questions. They're all bad people, but I like them. Plus, any show that can make that good of a movie deserves a spot on my list. Number four, yes, there's Disney on the list. The Lion King, but hear me out. Perhaps it's been a long time since you've seen The Lion King, or maybe you've never seen The Lion King, which would blow my mind. This is one of the most popular musical theater properties that has ever existed. It's like a billion dollar industry, this one show. But let me remind you, this piece of theater is brilliantly put together. Julie Taymor's direction is gorgeous. Not only is it puppetry and gorgeous puppetry, but the way that the puppetry is designed into the costumes and into the movement with Garth Fagan's choreography, and the way that that sits on all of the music, the, the new music and the music we're all familiar with, it's like a perfect combination. I also don't know of a lot of shows that mix a true musical theater sound with a little bit of pop, but also with African music. Point to me another one. I would watch it, whatever it is. Also, it's an ensemble piece, and I mean that in a couple of ways. Number one, like, the amount of work that that ensemble is doing on Broadway is insane. They need to be given awards. Give them all the awards, give them right now. But also, if you've never seen any of the videos of any of the touring cast of The Lion King and the way that they bring music to the world even as they travel, there's a very famous video of them singing on an airplane. It's, it, 
you can tell that there's such love amongst them and it's, it comes partially from the show. But in addition to that, the story is one we all know. It's based off the Hamlet story, and people think of Shakespeare's Hamlet, but the Hamlet story is well over a thousand years old. This is an old tale, and we get the archetypes. We are familiar, and it helps pull us into the world and take us on this specific journey. It's just a beautiful show. If you haven't seen it in a while, go back, buy a ticket, just warm your heart with a little bit of gorgeous musical theater. Number three, The Fiddler on the Roof. Clearly I do not fiddle. Now again, I want to remind you that this does not necessarily mean they are my favorite musicals, they are just in my top five musicals as written of all time. I know this is dangerous to say, I know. But can't we all agree on Fiddler? If you're gonna look at a piece of classical musical theater with a perfect classical structure, Fiddler's gotta be on that list. There might be some other ones on there too, maybe Guys and Dolls or She Loves Me or Oklahoma. But Fiddler on the Roof has got a perfect classical structure. Talk about a show that's filled with memorable music. We all know music from this show. Whether it's If I Were a Rich Man, or Tradition, Tradition. Something from the show has made its way to your ears and has resonated with you at some point. That is not an accident. Now, I also wanna point out that this show is about a lot of tough subject matters, but it's done with such great care and also infused with such joy that you feel for the characters as they go through their journeys. And there are a lot of characters here going through journeys and you can understand where they're coming from. You empathize, you sympathize, and yet you also experience their joy as they experience it. It's a roller coaster of emotion and it's so well crafted. And I would also like to point out that this show has a very, very deep meaning and a special place in the hearts of a lot of musical theater people. And the fact that it's still around and still lands every time, tell me it doesn't deserve a place on this list. Oh, and speaking of structure, make sure to grab a free copy of my top 10 structure tips by clicking on the link in the description below. Number two, Into the Woods. You didn't think I'd leave Sondheim off the list, did you? Silly, that's ridiculous of you. Get out of here. Don't you know me by now? I cannot think of another show that has such complex story with so many characters with fully developed storylines that interweave in the way that Into the Woods does. And the way it does it is brilliant, both musically and structurally. It is such a smartly crafted musical world with all of these themes that are built and developed and then interweave. He outdoes himself in this one. I, 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 of course, the show is based on fairy tales, but it also gives us something new to latch onto. Not only do we go back to the original versions of a lot of these fairy tales, but also there's a brand new fairy tale. Our main characters are the baker and the baker's wife. They did not exist before this show. So there's something new and surprising with the familiar as it pulls us through the entire journey. It's good stuff. Not to mention that the lyrics are filled with fantastic life lessons and also a whole bunch of cliches that get turned on their heads. There's so many smart little nuggets in here. I always find something new whenever I listen to it again. I also think that there's something to be said for the way that this show pulls you in and makes you feel for these people while also allowing you to remain detached. Because at the end of the day, it is just fairy tales, right? Right? This isn't even my favorite Stephen Sondheim show, but I had to put it this high on this list because it resonates with so many people. All right, and number one on the list, West Side Story. 
I can't think of another show that is as perfectly put together, top to bottom, all of the elements coming together and creating such a, a cohesive and yet fascinating, smart, enjoyable, emotional roller coaster than the way that West Side Story does it. Amongst these amazing collaborators who put this show together, they create their own world through the music of Bernstein, which is so jarring, but in a familiar way with all the uses of tritones and minor seconds, but also with the dance of Jerome Robbins, that dance world, the dance fighting, and also the way that the lyrics and the words in the libretto come together to create this strange language of these gangs on the west side of Manhattan. It, 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 there's no other world like it, and there's no other story that could be set in this exact world. It is one of its own. Now, historically, a lot of musicals in the early days were a little on the dark side, but this story in particular is pretty dark and it's contemporary, which did something a little bit new for its time. And yet they approached the material with such excitement and such joy that you can't help but be pulled into the world with them. It's a little dark, a little exciting, and yet all a little familiar. Once again, this show is based on an age-old story that we all know, so that familiarity just pulls us in to begin with, right? It's Romeo and Juliet, sure, but Romeo and Juliet was based off of a previous story, which was based off of a previous story. It is a, a Western story of antiquity, and yet it does it differently. I love the ending of this show. I love that Maria lives. I think that impact is so good. Ooh, spoiler alert. I also think that the way that the dance and the music and the words all come together makes the whole show feel surprising, yet inevitable. We know where we're going, but it never quite gets there in the way you think it's gonna. And we just had a new movie adaptation of this show. Did we need a new movie? No, the old movie was great. And the show is done so many times, it's had so many revivals at this point, and yet did anyone complain about there being a new movie? No. This show has survived over the years for a reason. Everybody knows West Side Story, at least to some degree, and that says something. Hopefully you agree, at least in some part, with my decisions here today, but it, if you don't, let me know, and also let me know what your top five would be by putting them in the comments below. I'm so curious to see what you think. And if you're interested in learning more about the structure of musical theater shows, make sure to watch this video next. Otherwise, thank you all for being here with me today, and I'll see you again soon. Cheers! Thank you for listening to Musical Theater Writer Guy, available wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate and review this show as it really helps others to discover what you already know. And please do share this show far and wide so we may all become an even closer musical theater community.